All right, we are on. Welcome to the live. I finally got the back end rescheduled and up and running across all platforms. So really excited about that. I also added in Instagram live. So they have been so patient behind the scenes here. Um, so welcome. Um, I'm, ex I'm Jenna Vargas and I'm excited to be here with you all. I did put a, a little banner down below if you want to add any questions for today's um, interactive conversations once a month with Dr. Jenna Vargas. So it's ask me any questions that you have for career and life transitions. So feel free to drop that in the chat box there. Um, you should see that across all platforms. Um, so quick little introduction. This is an educational live about empowering and equipping high-performing consultants, experts, and executive leaders with ADHD. Some of you may or may not have uh, neurodivergence, but definitely helping you all to reach your full potential and show up as your best self in the pursuit of earning six to seven figures. So in today's monthly Q&A, I've started this in the beginning of the year. It is February 1st already. I know the time of 2023 is flying. Today is hashtag Ask Dr. Jenna regarding career and life transition. So I'm here to help serve you all by answering some of those hot topic questions. I know I'm ready. Are you ready is the question. All right, so let's get started. The first question, let's take a look here. All right. So I'm going to stop the first banner. So how can you create a vision for work-life harmony before determining my next career move? So that is a fantastic question I've gotten numerous times. Um, so while I'm waiting to see if any new uh, questions are coming in, I'm going to start there, okay? So first things first, definitely I know we talked in our last monthly workshop all about the vision board and really am empowering and inspiring you all to really figure out outside of your purpose for your life and your, your career and really how do we define success? What does that look like for you uniquely and might be different in this chapter of life or this season of life? So what are maybe your um, work hours, ideal schedule? Who would you want to be interacting with on a regular basis? So I'd also recommend you check out when you kind of define what this vision looks like for your next career move, really looking at work-life harmony, what does that look like? Does it mean maybe being home for breakfasts and dinners and, and working around that with if you have children or, or if you're a caregiver for your parents? Maybe that's um, getting out of the home office because you, you feel like you're on your own island. You want to get back into maybe a hybrid schedule. A lot of clients that come to me are definitely looking for almost a blend of either remote and or hybrid. Majority of people that I speak with are not looking to go back in the office full time. So I would say most of my dreamy clients and people that I work with are looking for some sort of uh, flexibility, sense of autonomy, whether they are in an individual contributor role, they're a business owner, or they're an executive leader. So I know back in the day, it was not as much of the executives. They were typically more in the office. And then your individual contributors had that leisure of, of working remotely. But now definitely kind of figuring out what does that vision look like? What does that future look like? And how are we going to make that a reality? So defining that, whether you use my journals out there, but whether you use a um, journal to kind of get the thoughts out and, and the vision, I have, like I showed in my last workshop, 
this needs to probably be updated, but this is my vision board. Um, you can even use Canva. I really like Canva. They have some different vision boards and like mind mapping to kind of get the thoughts out of your head and figuring out step-by-step, step, how are you going to transform your lifestyle and, and impact yourself, your family, and, and really making time for what matters most. I wanted to see if there was anything else as a follow-up to that. Let me see in our comments. Okay. I want to make sure, are you able to hear me as well? Um, audio over on Facebook and others. If anyone else is on the other platforms, just want to make sure that's working. I know on our workshop, I was um, having technical audio issues. All right. And then the other piece to that is once you kind of identify if you are going to work for an employer, let's say, versus independently as a consultant and an expert, um, checking out Glassdoor.com is so helpful to really understand what, um, if it's a people-centric company, what is that company culture look like? Um, definitely research is important either before applying or interviewing to maximize everybody's time to make sure you're really aligned with what they have to offer and, and what you're looking for as far as priorities. Thank you, Jessica. You said you can hear and Elliot, thanks so much. It is working. Um, and I'll get to your, your question here in a moment, Jessica. So thank you for sharing that. All right. So let's take a look here. The next one I have for you. All right. Is how can I improve my online presence? So an online presence is no matter what your role and no matter what, um, you're doing professionally right now, really your online presence is how are we showing up? How are we becoming or or communicating that we're an expert and a thought leader in our industry, right? So I know a lot of you might be curious of like, I'm kind of nervous, I'm, I'm a little timid to get on video or even put out content. You can start very simply. So your online presence is definitely how are you showing up and communicating and really getting visibility. So I'd really recommend once you kind of focus in on your personal branding, having a cohesive personal brand is really essential because then however you show up on LinkedIn, YouTube, whatever platform is your choice where you want to have kind of your voice be heard, um, you know, starting with one platform and then kind of working across is, is so helpful. Um, it's really important to really think about how are you going to add value, starting out maybe three comments a day on LinkedIn with other professionals and leaders in, in your space. This is such a great way, whether you're employed or not, or looking to get leads for your business as a consultant, it's so helpful just to add your thoughts and your voice to, and kind of leaning into those conversations is so helpful. You can post and you can share. So simply starting out with comments three times a day, you can get on and off, you know, before any activity or before getting to work or whatnot. Um, you can you can really just repurpose or reshare content that's already being distributed in the industry. So it's not like you have to create anything organic from ground zero if you're not ready for that. You can very much start by sharing others, um, um, their industry, let's say articles or their videos. These are some great ways just to get your feet wet. And I, I was able to do that. And that's something you want to do consistently for sure. Um, the next thing is if you do have the urge to want to create something a little more organic is maybe starting out with like a blog. This could be a blog on LinkedIn. You don't have to have a website or anything like that, or even like, Hey, podcasting is very much blowing up as far as, um, visibility and downloads and even on video. So you could 
get a little more audacious and record a video, whether it's right on your computer, on Zoom, you can export like the video and the audio and kind of repurpose that. Um, so there's a lot you can do as far as like baby steps for visibility and an online presence, but you definitely want to have a cohesive look, feel, and style to whatever it is that you're doing. So whether that means your cover letter, your resume, your LinkedIn optimization, as well as what you're putting out on social and how you're showing up as a thought leader and expert in your area, even as a leader, um, what does that visibility look like and how are we packaging that up and adding value to the conversation on these topics? Let me see if there was any questions on that, on that topic. Okay, so um, let me see here. And um, with the last question that just came through, um, I don't wanna say the name out for confidentiality. Are you comfortable if I share the question on the screen? Um, just wanna make sure before I share that. It's a great question. I can ask it more generally, or would you like for me to share it on with the group? So while I'm waiting for you to respond, <laughs> while I'm waiting for you to respond, I'm gonna to go to my next question here. Hot topic question. Um, perfect, Adi, thank you for confirming. Just wanna make sure. And thanks for hopping on from F45, The Grove. All right, so we're over here on, on uh, the next question, which is what are the first steps to starting an online service-based um, business as a consultant? So some people may, may or may not have a full-time job or may be in transition from being recently laid off. We've had a number, we've probably seen on LinkedIn, quite a number of many of thousands of people that have been laid off and transitioning. And how do they really bridge that gap from the corporate world to branching out to consulting and using their area of expertise to generate income and thrive in consulting? So that is a fantastic question. Um, so let's take a look here. So as far as kind of the, the five steps that I would recommend, first things first is outlining a plan. So that could be a one-page business plan or just a general plan, thinking about what is my business focus and what is a potential name that I would wanna um, think about that might be a good fit for what who I'm trying to serve. So a lot of times people start out like myself as a sole proprietor. I started out as Jenna Vargas, did business as a sole proprietor. And then as I, that was about seven years ago. And within the first few years, once you have a little bit more possible liabilities or possible um, generating of revenue, you can then explore maybe, um, now I have like the Vargas Company LLC. So really outlining your plan and thinking about what would I want to call it? Would I want to use it as a, have my name as, as part of the business name, doing business as myself, Jenna Vargas, or would I want to name it more specifically to the work that I'm doing? Some people, I think I initially, um, after my own name, I used Jenna Vargas Consulting Services. LLC, and then I evolved to the Vargas Company LLC. So you can just update that. It's it's not very expensive to make the change, but just definitely think about that in the beginning. The second step is registering your consulting business, whether again, as a sole proprietor to start, it's very inexpensive. It's a great way to kind of get your feet wet or as an LLC. So definitely check out the website to register with the Secretary of State on their website. The third thing I would, I would recommend is determining who are your dream clients, 
what kind of services would you be providing as an online service-based business as a consultant? And then pricing, maybe kind of mm, playing around with some different numbers. Is that more of like a low, medium, high? Is that a tier pricing? Is that a large, high premium ticket item? So really just kind of thinking about what you're most comfortable with and kind of packaging up what is that value that we're going to be providing to that dream client or customer? Um, and services could be coaching and consulting, digital digital products such as like a membership subscription, digital course. There's a lot that you can um, provide over time and let it kind of evolve organically. So definitely don't want you to feel overwhelmed by any means. Um, did want to call that out. And then from there, you can look at the opportunity to build your own website. This is kind of like your storefront. An inexpensive way would be to check out squarespace.com, wix.com, or WordPress. Um, I know for like my URL and domain is through um, um, godaddy.com, very inexpensive. And you can prepay for one, two, and three years. Or, and then with the website, um, you just have to see for hosting if you're going to do it through one of these third-party providers or if you want to do it through like a GoDaddy search engine where you can kind of search for these different domains and whatnot. And then the fifth piece here, if you are looking to transition and starting your own um, online service-based consulting company would be market your consulting business, such as like search rankings, paid ads, pay-per-click, and networking events. So those are kind of the, the high level, short and sweet of just kind of getting your feet wet. Definitely do the research, see what's out there, see um, you definitely want to maximize opportunity to really thrive and do well um, if you are looking to branch out and kind of bridge the gap from corporate out to consulting. Maybe you start as a side hustle and then branch out, or maybe you're you get laid off and that's kind of your segue. You always want to think ahead. And that's what I was just speaking with a, a friend about is like, we never know. We don't want to put our, our careers and our lives and our, our uh, financial state in the hands of, of corporations and companies. You want to feel like there's a sense of ownership. So what can we do to prepare and have other revenue streams so we're not just relying on that one corporate company or that one opportunity that we're working in? Okay. All right. So what we're going to do now, I'm going to add this question on the screen. Let me see. All right. So Jessica said, yes, we can hear you. So thank you. What are your um, some tips on juggling a career transition while maintaining your existing career? So thank you for asking that. That's a fantastic question. Um, let's see. So kind of piggybacking on, on the last statement of juggling career transitions. So you have to figure out first, what is, is the vision forward? Some people do want the stability, the financials and the benefits of having a full-time job and maybe having a side. Um, so they have their main career and then kind of working on like a side project, a side consulting company kind of a deal. Some people never want to leave corporate because of that stability. So that's a great question. And I know it's uniquely the answer is unique to what people's vision is for their career, but definitely kind of outlining what is that vision forward and then how are we going to get there? What is our timeline? So some people might say in the next 90 days, six months, one year, or maybe the next five years. So everybody's kind of plan forward between now and retirement is going to be uniquely different. So kind of 
working backwards. What is that end vision and end goal? And what's that journey and the step and the timeline and that process to get there? A lot of times having conversation and informational calls or conversations with people, kind of like a mentor in a way of like people that are where you want to be um, and kind of asking those probing questions. How did you get there? How long did it take? What were your steps? How did you prioritize? And some people, if they have children or, the, or they're caregivers for their parents, they may have limited time. So figuring out, is it early mornings? Is it late evenings? Is it early on like the weekend mornings before everyone wakes up? So kind of figuring out what's going to work based on that vision and that timeline so you don't feel overwhelmed um, and really just finding that, that guidance forward. And a lot of times having those conversations is kind of you're learning from their challenges, their mistakes, their successes. And it kind of helps expedite the process. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. And definitely performing well in, in your current career and kind of figuring out how you utilize all of the learning and development and all of the mentorship programs and all of the in-house opportunities to really make sure that you have all the skill sets and you're equipped to branch out on your own or to have that side hustle. Um, the career transition will be smoother the more equipped that we are and the more prepared that we are. And we know kind of more or less where we're going. It's always the fun part of consulting and entrepreneurship is there you're, you're kind of navigating that journey. Um, and there's a lot of spontaneity. So hopefully you all like that and uh, Jessica included, but yeah, it's kind of figuring out what works for you in this season of life in, in your career and kind of what does that opportunity look like and how long will it take to build out, gain clients, get lead generation, market it, kind of get that consistent flow of income? Because I think it's so hard to transition unless you have some sort of financial stability and figuring out, do I need benefits? Am I going to invest in a 401k? What is kind of the game plan short and long term, you know, in the next six months, one year, two years, four years? 10 years. So kind of looking at it short term and long term and just kind of navigating that with a, a realistic plan. So I'm hoping that was helpful. All right. So we have about eight minutes remaining. Let me take a look here. Righty. What are your favorite networking tips? Okay. Let me take a look here. All right. What are your favorite networking tips? That is the million dollar question. <laughs> so for networking, I know for myself with having kids and having a busy schedule, virtual is probably preferred versus face to face. But there is such a authentic connection with having face to face, that energy, that connection, that vibrancy. Um, so definitely face to face, virtual um, networking events, definitely checking out associations that you might be a part of in your area of expertise or in your industry. Um, so thinking outside the box, not just siloed to your industry, but there might be other ways to network, such as there is like Toastmasters, which is for public speaking. And you're going to meet all kinds of individuals versus just like a SHRM association, which is for HR leaders and professionals and experts. Another good one I was going to look into is meetups. So looking locally, maybe you can create a meetup group or you could be part of one initially, um, just to kind of network, see how you could best get involved and connect with other like-minded individuals and grow and encourage each other and support each other. Um, another way to network is also if you're part of any like community groups or membership groups where you can kind of have a smaller, I would say 
maybe not quite a mastermind, but really just sharing those best practices and strategies and what's working for me and maybe what you what's working best for you and vice versa so we can learn from each other. Um, another good thing with networking is definitely kind of goes hand in hand with that visibility piece. Like how can we comment online with other industry professionals using LinkedIn or other social platforms? How are we showing up with our online visibility and presence? Um, networking, not always thinking what's in it for me, but how can I serve and, and add value and help transform your life without charging anything and just kind of having that passion, that purpose to really help want to help you all in the process. Um, so that is a great question. And then I'm going to wrap it up with one additional question. So happy to hear. Thank you for that feedback, Jessica. And then this one is for all of my career in life transitioners. <laughs> what are your top self-care tips? So I just went to get my nails done. I'm a few days before my birthday. So feeling good about that. So wanted to touch on this specifically. So I recommend for self-care. It's something that as I have younger children, I don't always think about and prioritize. So for me, it's kind of like create on my digital notepad, a wish list of like, hey, in the next six to 12 months, each month I want to um, focus on kind of blessing myself and, and rewarding myself, whether it's my hair, my nails, the facial massage, and kind of building that into encouraging myself to do well and to serve others and help transform others, but also taking care of myself in the process. Um, but something even more simple is scheduling in, let's say weekly or daily workouts, going for a walk, lifting some weights, getting some toning, doing some yoga, just something very inexpensive or free that you could even do from home. You don't even need a gym, gym membership if you if you prefer not. Um, and then everything like building into my schedule now that Grayson's back in childcare is like getting back into the routine of AM, like meditation, prayer, devotional, quiet time, and really adding that onto the calendar for self-care. I prefer early morning. Some people might get energized in the evening afterwards, but I just think it really sets up your day for success. There's many other things that you could do for, for really self-care, but just definitely starts with the mindset. And that's kind of like our um, computer. What is it like your modem that makes everything else work in our lives? So really prioritizing ourselves first to show up as our best self before we can really enhance or transform our careers and our lives and each of the areas to really have a very fulfilling whole life. Okay. Um, let me see if there was anything else coming through on the comments. This has been such a pleasure. Let me see. It's been so great enjoying this valuable time together. And if I wasn't able to answer every single question, which I'm pretty sure I was this time during the 30 minutes together, I will save them for next month or like a future live or podcast to make sure I answer those for you. So stay tuned and I'll see you next month on live. Take care.